0: Love Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 13th of November, it is Relationship Wednesday. We're right in the middle of the week, and I swear this morning I woke up and I thought for sure it was Tuesday, and I had to like think back. Now, wait a minute. What was Monday? Wait, no, today is Wednesday, and it just took me a minute to get there, and it's just so weird that this week is going by that fast, but well, here we are, and what a way to start the day is to talk about how to make our relationships, how to sustain them. This isn't about getting there. This is about staying in a place where we're happy. Because we always talk about, well, if you do this, then you'll be happy. And if you do that, then you'll be happy. And sometimes we do those things. (laughs) We're not feeling very happy. And we don't know why. We don't know how to keep it, though. It's like really hard for us to keep it in that happy place. And we don't know what it is that keeps taking us out of it. Like why do we, you know, feel really happy one day and then the next day we get in like a good old-fashioned fight again? There's a reason for that. There's a couple I had. um, They came a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago now, and we were talking and I got them to discuss their feelings talk about their feelings. And they did. And they left on such a high. It wasn't even funny. I I didn't know that that was their high. But they later told me that they were on a high for a couple of days over that time that we met. And then I saw the girl alone after just like by chance, not as a as a meeting. And she said, well, I guess the higher we go when we're happy is the faster we fall when we're not. And we just had a big blowout fight yet again. And I thought about that. And I thought, well, how could you feel so happy and enjoy being that happy? How do you throw that out? Have a good old-fashioned fight. of course, I'm asking questions. And I realized that them arguing is part of their routine. They got used to crashing and burning on a regular basis and then having space from each other and having that recovery time And then making up. That was their routine. So it's like breaking the bad habits that get them to that part of their life together, that routine. How do you sustain the happiness that you feel? So I thought, wow, how do you? Of course, I always ask. And you know who I ask. And Christ comes up with stuff that he's already told us a million times in a million ways, and yet there's always that million in one way that maybe at that point we actually say, oh, man, now I get it. I see that. And the first thing he said was that there is not consistency of caring. we just not consistent. Waking up happy every day is not something that just happens by chance. It's a series of decisions that we make. that brings that into our lives. And if we haven't done that, every morning, it's like you don't even know what you're going to be like or feel like or if you want to talk or not or if you want to share or not. But having consistency how you wake up, whether you're consistently grumpy and your partner knows you're grumpy and then you guys know enough to not interact too much because you don't want to say anything that will hurt the other person. Or the other person's slow to wake up and you wake up guns a-blazing. Go find somewhere else to blaze your guns. I don't know, that sounds weird, but you know what I'm saying. You don't want to go after anybody when they're not awake because they are going to say something. It is going to hurt your feelings, and then you're going to hold that the rest of the day. So let's say they wake up and they need a slow start and they get the coffee going and they get their breakfast going and they read the paper and you're like up and you're ready to go run five miles. You go run five miles and let them do their thing. Give each other space. But more important, not on a day-to-day basis, on an everyday basis. Not like, well, I'll give you space this morning, but tomorrow, you know. Because that routine of how we wake up, how we put ourselves together for the day. Not only is it different for everybody, but when you live with someone, we still need a certain level of space between us to put ourselves in order at the beginning of the day. And if doing that together works out great, that's fine. And if it doesn't, that's fine. It doesn't mean that because we live with someone or because we're in a relationship with someone that we have to do every single thing together. We have a lifetime of together. But how we live that together is what is going to make a huge difference in your lives together. So you have consistency. What about routines? We had the couple whose routine is built in to that roller coaster, the highs and the lows. There isn't that middle ground. And because they don't have a middle ground every other day, is about staying together or not. But the truth is, we need to go back to that fork in the road and look at the habits. Look at, okay, how do you guys start? You make up. You're great. You're happy. You can't believe that you were that upset with them. And then the next day, the things they start doing start to aggravate you. And then the next day, it starts to, like, raise your blood pressure. The minute they do the stuff that, you know, and it just goes on and on until you blow up. But let's say we went back to the fork in the road and said, hey, when we're happy, let's not make such a big deal about it. Let's just find a way to stay here. And it's got to be a concerted effort in the beginning because you're both needing to break the habit and that cycle. It's like a biological rhythm. You kind of need it. It's almost like you eat the same junk food every day and you're addicted to it. You, you get addicted to behaviors as well. Only with behaviors, they call them a habit. With food, they call it an addiction. But if you are consistent that this is how you wake up, this is how you fall asleep, every night before you fall asleep, you take a half an hour to do your teeth and to wash your face and all of that. That doesn't mean you don't want to be with the person you're with. It just means that you need to take care of yourself. And then the other person says, oh, they just went to do all of that. Mm-hmm. That means we're going to go to bed in about a half an hour. Okay. I get that. Instead of you both falling asleep on the couch or one of you falling asleep on the couch and the other one waking you up and saying, come on, you need to get up. And it goes on and on. But consistency, routine, There's another one, there's another two actually. One is keeping our word. If we say we're going to do something, we need to actually do it or we shouldn't commit to doing it. If you know you can't do something, just say that you can't. You can't pick up groceries, you get out of work too late. And it's dangerous to go to the grocery stores that late. Even if they are a 24-hour grocery store, people who are out 24 hours aren't probably the ones you want to run into at 11 p.m. So just to be logical about that, plan ahead and say, hey, you know what? Let me know what you want today. I'm going to go to the grocery store on Saturday. I'm going to get everything we need instead of be haphazard and just pick up one thing at a time and go to the grocery store ten times for the week. Then you build a routine that I go every Saturday morning or I go every Sunday morning. And then you guys start to work towards a routine of consistency by keeping your word together to each other, to yourself. Or I won't be able to do that Saturday, I have a commitment. I won't be able to do that Saturday, I'm cleaning the garage. I won't be able to do that Saturday for whatever reason. So now the whole week, everyone knows, instead of waiting until Saturday and saying, I can't do that, I I made a commitment. They're like, well, why didn't you tell me? I made plans for both of us to do this. There you go, the beginning of another fight. Keeping our words clear helps us get to the other things that a relationship can be and the other things that a relationship can do. Relationships aren't just about getting along. You already want to be there. But the time you have, instead of it constantly fighting to be happy, figure out how to be happy so you could do all the other stuff. That you plan a day to just, you know, go drive somewhere far and have a great lunch in a different city and drive back home that's really scenic and pretty and just breathe and put music on in the car and get home and feel like, wow, that's just, felt good. And that's it. Simple. And the fourth thing is being a good listener. You don't have to solve each other's problems. Listening to another person talk. And and trust me, for me, that's my hardest one because I'm a doer. I want to fix everything in life, whether it's, you know, a door that broke or emotions that are broken. I want to fix it. I have had to learn to bite my tongue. Sometimes I'm not so good at it, but I'm still working on that one, but listening. It is such a gift to the listener as much as it is to the one who's being listened to. You will find that just by listening, you will learn more about your partner and the way they think and what's behind their motivation that will grow the way you feel about them in such a beautiful way. Because you're like, wow, they really thought that out. Holy cow. And you will learn from them. Because if they thought it out and figured things out along the way, now the two of you are learning from each other. One of you is exhausted running the relationship, but you're both running the relationship. And you really start to feel the partner of a partnership. just by listening and no need to give feedback back all day long and it takes all that pressure off of needing to fix. That's my favorite part of listening considering where I'm coming from when it comes to listening is that I only give feedback when I'm asked. And now all I have to do is listen, and it's become such a pleasure to listen and to learn, because when we learn from each other, we continue to thrive with each other. Think about that. When We listen, we start to thrive. Our brain starts working. We start growing confidence in our partner. And I know we originally had confidence to get us there, but this is about sustaining our happiness in our relationships. You know, none of us are perfect. We all are growing. That's the fun part of life. I know people say, you know, that everyone's waiting for that perfect day where we know everything. Well, that is never going to come. So wait for the day that you understand that consistency and routines, keeping our words, listening, and not having to give feedback unless you are asked are all the ways to sustain that happiness that we look for. It's amazing to me how we have templates for everything. If you want to get a job, you have to go through all these years of school. You have to study this. You have to study that. Your resume has to be this way. It has to have keywords. And, you know, if you want to start a business, this is how you do it. There's a template for everything, except the stuff we do on a personal level. No one talks about sustaining happiness in relationships. We wait to see a happy couple, and then we go ask them how they did it. When someone has a problem, people run away from them because they don't know how to help them. And then once they solve it, what do we do? We go ask them how they solved it, because it obviously worked. But that has been the mode of operation for all emotional things. Someone gets sick. Someone gets divorced. I remember, this, is, this was such a telling story, but I did not know it. I felt it at the time. But I remember when I got divorced this was now in 1997. But in my culture, divorce is not looked at as anything good. It's like everyone just drops you off the list of humans that are alive. And people just stop talking to you. You don't notice it at first, but over time you realize you haven't talked to anybody. And the beginning, everybody's talking to you because they want to find out what happened. They want the gossip, they want the juice. And then over time you realize and you say, wow, I really like those people. Man, I made so many dinners and they came over and I did this and I did that. None of that counts now. Now I'm just like old news. Imagine. So here you are, old news, and somebody in the community, another woman, who did distance herself from me, but I didn't even catch that one because she was on the outer outskirts of my uh, life, my everyday life, called me when her husband told her he wanted to get a divorce, and she said to me, just flat out, I can talk to you now because now I'm getting divorced. Like, now we have that in common. And I thought, wow, it's like the way it rolls. Now all the misfits can talk to each other because that's what it is looked at. But I did not look at myself that way. I looked at myself as I had to do that to survive because I was emotionally dying. And the insecurities that built from there, the rejection I felt, for years afterwards, I made poor decisions in partners because I was so desperate to be loved without knowing I was desperate to be loved. That I I chose anyone who just would be there. And I never dated before, and I realized how gruesome. I mean, there's some high points to it, but for the general part, dating is a scary, weird experience. Because we don't have a protocol for dating. You either meet, have chemistry or you don't. Or somebody needs something from someone else, like you just never know the motives. You don't know too much about the person. It's crazy. So... All that being said, we don't have protocols to sustain happiness. We don't have protocols other than therapy to look at issues that we have in our relationships. But if we go back to consistency and we go back to routines, those routines alone can keep you together. Because those routines give you at least one thing in your relationship that you can both predict, which builds security. The consistency of the routines, now you've got a stronger tradition, a stronger hold. When you start keeping your words, Now you have trust. Now you have trust. You have consistency. You have routines. You guys are getting tied in quite well, actually. And then when you listen, and if your partner wants feedback, like, hey, I'd love your opinion on this. And you guys can talk about doing that. A lot of women don't want an answer. They just want to talk about the problem. Because men are natural problem solvers for the most part. They say, well, why don't you just do this? Or why don't you do that? Sometimes a woman is not ready for that. So if you hear someone talking and something you feel like you can solve in five minutes or less, ask for permission to give feedback. Like, you know what? I have an idea about that. Are you ready to hear it? She may say, yes, that would be great. Or she may say, you know what, give me some time on that one. But if you guys can talk about how you want your relationship to be, you will rise to the relationship. You will definitely rise to the occasion. Because now you have a template. If the relationship is waiting for the other person to mess up, you're in trouble. Because nobody's perfect and everyone's going to mess up at some point, even you. And if you're going to demonize someone, you're going to get that back when it's your turn. And that's not okay. That's the tit for tat, low level, I can't get out of my own routine type of relationship that's going to keep facing conflict over and over again. You can only help someone so much. At times, you may like both partners and you want things to work out for them and you try to help them, but if one of the two people or both of them cannot get out of the, the rat race fight... You know, the kind that I got to win and you're wrong and I'm right and that's just the way it goes. And the next time it's I'm wrong, you're right, now I got to suffer and you go back and forth. That's just flat out exhausting. It takes so much energy, so much energy to live that way. It has been. It has been one of those awakenings that the less sad when we are upset gives the other person basis to trust you, because then they feel like they can be themselves. If they do something what we consider wrong or that the other person considers like, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he was late again. I can't believe. But if you're quiet, you resist the urge and the temptation to demonize them, they will self-correct because then they won't want to let you both as a couple down by being that late. If that person chases you down, and goes after you for being late. That's going to be something that's going to continue on and on, because now two things are going on. You have rebellion, like, yeah, I know I'm going to get in trouble. I know it's going to get pissed, and I kind of like it. Or it's just going to be a non-event. We are going to disagree. But if we are consistent in how we treat each other, if we have routines that give us something to know what to expect, a structure to live in, when we keep our words, when we listen, when we know when to be silent, those things will carry any relationship and sustain the level of happiness that they enjoy. And what happens is the happy times, the regular happy times when everything's going great will be the normal. But what will happen to the times when things are tough is the better surprise because instead of you both falling down the pike you just say, well, how are we going to solve that? That stinks. Wow, that didn't work out the way we thought. Now you're talking as a couple. Instead of you did that, you'd say, I'm sure that that did not come out to where you thought it would. Is there anything I can do to help? Is way different than, oh, my God, you always do that. I can't believe you did it again. Think about that. How can I help? I know that's not the outcome you wanted. Or I can't believe you did that again. Which would you rather hear? It's two different responses to the same situation. That's faith. That's consistency. Because then... What happens is in the relationship, the leaps you take, the things you try become bigger. Instead of spending all your time fighting and just trying to make it, you start doing things like going on great vacations and planning them. You start doing things like buying another property and you just start growing instead of spinning. Even in your house, you may remodel, you may do things by hand, you may try to do something together with your kids, and your kids will see that and will learn that just by watching the two of you operate. It really works. Consistency, routine, keeping our words, listening, and giving feedback when asked or asking for permission to do so. You guys, thank you for listening. Have a great Wednesday. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Send in your dreams any way you can. I will get them and read them tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil dot com